0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for wrapping up your week with us. This is your Friday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We are Sports Ethos Presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter, at Joe orico 99 and also at Ethos Fantasy BB, E-T-H-O-S Fantasy BB. We post all of our new podcasts, including this show and the It's Gone podcast with our great friend, Britton Allen. We post all of our articles, different news, polls, all of our baseball content does get shared out through Ethos Fantasy BB. If you're not over on Twitter or X, then you guys can go to sportsethos.com and get all that same great content. I do like to remind you guys here and there, and I'll do it here because we're wrapping up the week. It's the beginning of the episode. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you're not a subscriber, then you don't get those pods right in your feed every single day. You got to go searching for links or whatever. It's a lot easier if you sub to the show. It's easier for me, it's easier for you guys, it helps everybody grow, and everybody wins at the end of the day. So subscribe, and if you're feeling generous today, leave us a nice review on the podcast. That also is a great way to help us grow here. If you leave a five-star review, leave a couple of kind words, that always goes a long way into helping more people find the show, which I'd really appreciate. But today, it is Friday, we are entering into the crunch time of the season, whether it is you play in a head-to-head league, or you play in a roto league, points, whatever it is. This is the time of year when championships are won or lost, and a lot of that comes down to the waiver wire. Honestly, uh, throughout the whole season, but at this point of the year, you got to be continuing to add and subtract from your team. You can't get complacent. You can't start focusing on football. You need to be making additions, and a big part of that is streaming, especially for you head-to-head players over the weekend, streaming pitchers. So, We're going to be talking about seven potential streamers today. They vary in terms of their roster percentages. Some of them are more for your 10-team leagues. Some of them are more for your 12. Some of them are more for your deeper slash 15-team leagues. And we're going to go from Friday and work our way through to Sunday. We're going to start off with the first guy we got here. It's Paul Blackburn of the Oakland A's. I have liked Paul Blackburn a lot recently. Last year, I was actually a pretty big fan of his. There was a stretch where he was actually pretty good. He ended up the year, I think, actually not bad numbers last season, 428 ERA, 126 whip. It wasn't really that bad at all. If you look at what he's done recently over the last month, he's pitched into a 352 ERA, 143 whip. That's just fine, but he does have a really good opponent here in the Washington Nationals. He's also been, if you go just shorten it over the last couple of weeks, his last three starts have been really, really good against san francisco at colorado and against houston he's done really well in all three of those outings so he is on a bit of a roll the strikeout numbers in those last three games are seven seven and five and just as a side note his strikeout prop on a lot of different sports books say is at three and a half probably should be an easy over i'm not somebody who's a big gambler i'm not telling you guys to go and do that but it's a bet that I'm going to be placing myself today because it just looks like it's a a pretty easy lock uh, that he's going to strike out at least four members of the Nationals. He's going beyond five innings uh, in each of the last four starts, working into the sixth at least. So I, I think that he is an easy bet for the strikeout over, and I also think that, if you're looking for streamers, he's only on 15% of rosters right now. He's got a great matchup against a not terribly great offense, and I think that he should be able to maybe not get you a win because you never really know with Oakland, but give you a good five to seven strikeouts with some pretty good ratios. I definitely like Paul Blackburn today. Uh, and he's like on most waiver wires at this point, 15%. That's that's vast majority of waiver wires you are going to find Paul Blackburn sitting there available. Uh, moving on, though, Christopher Sanchez is the next guy. Uh, Christopher Sanchez is going to be facing, where is it? I just had it here. Uh, The Twins. He is going to be facing the Twins at home. And Christopher Sanchez is coming off of a bit of a tough outing. and You wouldn't have wanted to see that against a team like Kansas City, but it was his first bad outing in a while. uh, If you look at what he's done over the course of the season, it's a 3.44 ERA, 48 strikeouts and 52 in a third. Really solid, but the most solid number there is his whip. It's a sub-1 whip. It's .96. If you look over the last month, even though the ERA is at 4 over the last month, it is inflated because of that last bad start against Kansas City. But even then, the whip is at .89. You shorten that over the last two weeks, it's .90. He's a good whip pitcher. If you're looking to lower your ratios, it's a good chance Sanchez is going to be able to do that against a fairly poor Minnesota offense. Also a decent chance for a victory if he is able to give you five or six innings. And even in the poor start against Kansas City last time, he was still able to go five innings. So I do think that you will have a chance for a victory with Okay, strikeout. It's not going to blow you away in the strikeout department. Probably won an inning. But you're getting those good, solid ratios. So he is definitely a guy, if you are looking to reduce your ratios going into the weekend, that I would be taking a look at here. Uh, Christopher Sanchez of the Phillies against Minnesota here. And he's on a lot of waiver wires because after that last Kansas City start, the fact that they brought in Michael Lorenzen at the deadline, people started to worry about his role and about what the performance was going to look like. So he went from 47 down to 32% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He's on a lot of waiver wires. I think that he could be a decent asset for you guys tonight uh, if you're going to stream him against the Twins. The last one is Lance Lynn, and this one is not going to apply to everybody. This is more for the shallow leagues, but you never know. A lot of people have grown tired of Lance Lynn at this point. He's on 79% of rosters, so... This is probably more for you guys in the shallow leagues. But if you just look at the last two weeks, which is the last two stars for him, 13 innings, he's won both of those outings, both of his outings uh, as a Dodger. He's pitching to a 2.77 ERA and a .92 whip, 13 Ks and 13 innings. I've been a Lance Lynn guy the whole year. The underlying metrics have supported the fact that he was getting screwed a little bit. He was having some bad luck earlier in the season and that it was going to turn around. It was taking a hell of a long time to turn around. But you got a great strikeout upside. You got a great win upside. He's facing the Rockies tonight. Be very surprising if he doesn't come away with another win here and seven or eight strikeouts facing the Rockies. But we're in Los Angeles, so you don't have to worry about the whole course factor. I think Lance Lynn, if he is sitting on your waiver wire, makes for a really smart ad tonight. Seventy nine percent. So it is going to be kind of trickier, probably more for your shallow league guys, but. You could easily be in a 12 or a 15-team league where Lance Lynn is not rostered because people are just tired of what he's given you this season, which is totally fair. Some people, like I've mentioned a few times recently, have started to focus more on football. They're zoning out from baseball for the season. And maybe they don't realize that Lance Lynn has a new team, that he looks different with the Dodgers, that there's a much better organization than where he's coming from. So I would take a look at Lance Lynn tonight if you are able to. It won't be a lot of you. Uh, but for those twenty percent of leagues where he is still available, twenty one percent, I would be taking a look and seeing if you can add him in for tonight's start against the Rockies. I think it's a good matchup for him. Uh, we move on to Saturday. Now, two of these pitchers are actually facing each other. Uh, I've recommended three people for Saturday: Stephen Matz and Cole Reagans. Uh, you know, he talked about both of these guys earlier in the week. I think it's a fantastic matchup for Stephen Matz. Uh, when I did the show a couple of days ago about hot players to consider adding, these guys were both on that list. Matz. Is, I think, a must-start player tonight, if you can find him. 47% rostered on Yahoo. He's pitching to a sub-2 ERA over the last month. He's got three victories in that time frame, a one 2 whip. Almost a strikeout per inning, too. Really solid play. He gets a great matchup in Kansas City. I know they've been a bit hot as of late, but they're not a team that I'm afraid to stream against still there. Still, overall, a piss-poor offense. And I think Mats is a great option tonight if you can fit him into your lineup even for DFS purposes. I mean, he's going to be probably not too expensive, not too cheap, but I think it's a great matchup for him there against Kansas City. Cole Reagans on the other side, I'm not fully as sold on what he's given you. And I said this the other day that this matchup could be a little bit tough for him. St. Louis's offense is actually not that bad at all. I know the whole product for them this season has been fairly poor, but they are a top 10 offense in most categories. Hits, average, on base, slugging, OPS, home runs, every th- all those categories, they rank at worst seventh in Major League Baseball. They're not a bad offense. So this one could be, you know, a bit of a trickier matchup for Reagans. I could see you holding this one back for more of your deeper leagues, 12 and beyond, 15 and beyond. Uh, but I do think if you are just looking for volume, there's a great chance that he can give you some good strikeouts in this game. He had 11 in his last outing, eight the timeout before. So while he may not give you those amazing ratios, even though he has recently, over the last 17 innings, he's given you a one 2 ERA, one whip. I think you're looking at him more as a strikeout option for tonight. I think it could go very well for him. but I said this the other day. If he is able to mode through the Cardinals, then that's when I start looking at him as more of a rest-of-season type of option as opposed to a streamer. But at this point, I am using him as a streamer, probably skewing more towards your 12-slash-15 in team leagues. I don't know if I'd use him in a 10 uh, but I do think that there is a good chance we see a, a solid start from both of these pitchers today. Reagans and Steven Matz are, excuse me, tomorrow. This is not today, this is tomorrow. And I do think that they are both going to be worth streaming, specifically Steven Matz. Uh, Reagans is forty or excuse me 28% rostered, Matts is 47%. They should both be on a lot of waiver wires still on Yahoo, and I would recommend taking a look there if you're able. Uh, JP France is the next guy we are going to highlight here for uh, the Houston Astros. He is back in the rotation for them. We weren't sure if he was going to be back uh, in the rotation or if he was going to be in the bullpen, what his role was going to be, Uh, but he is going to start against the Angels tomorrow. JP France, one of the bigger surprises of the year, I mean, he's not a huge strikeout guy, but he's got a 275 ERA, a 124 whip, and he's won eight starts. So this is an outing where you're not so much aiming for those strikeouts. It's like the opposite of the whole uh, Cole Reagan situation. This is more of a win-slash-ratio kind of stream here. I'm not very scared about the Angels. France has done very well this season in terms of keeping runners uh, from scoring a 2.75 ERA, and only a 124 whip, which is not the lowest, but it's still definitely very serviceable. He's won eight of his starts. Uh, I think when you're looking at the team context, that's a huge factor here. I think there's a good chance you're able to pull a win out from JP France. You're probably not going to get a hell of a lot of strikeouts, maybe four to six kind of range. But uh, if you're looking for ratio slash a win, he is a guy that I would definitely be taking a look at uh, tomorrow night against the Angels. That one will be in Houston as well. So we'll have the home crowd behind him. Uh, definitely somebody I'm looking at tomorrow. The last guy, and this is for Sunday, and this is another one where it's probably going to skew more to your shallower leagues that he'll be available, but that's Yuri Perez. He's been dropped, and he's been added, and he was up and down and inflated like a pool uh, in terms of his roster percentage. And he went down a little bit again uh, after the last start. He went way up because he was called back up again. He was going to be rejoining the rotation. And it was you know, the writing was on the wall that it wasn't going to be a great start. In Cincinnati, against a team that's you know performing fairly well at the time, he didn't have a great outing. Uh, it was four runs, five hits, two walks, over four and two-thirds. Now, he did strike out seven. We know the strikeouts are there for Yuri Perez. This time out, he gets the Yankees, which is a much more favorable matchup than it would be facing the Reds in Cincinnati. I'm definitely using him where I am able to. He's on 69% of rosters right now. So, again, it's more of a coin flip. You might have some people who dropped him. You did have some people who dropped him after that Cincinnati start. Some other people were adding him. It really depends on your mentality, your league, and and a bunch of different factors if he's going to be available. But another option to take a look at if you're looking for the complete package here. I think Yuri Perez is somebody who could give you a victory because that Marlins team is arguably better than the Yankees. Uh, you know, neither of them are great, but I think I may take the Marlins um, right now if you had to tell them, ask me which team was better. It's, it's not far off. Uh, you're getting strikeouts. You're getting probably good ratios from him as well. This could be a potential four-category stream for you. You could get a win. You could get good strikeouts. You likely will get good strikeouts regardless, and the ratios have been very good this year, a 2.79 ERA and a 1.12 whip. I really like Yuri Perez. I think if you can use him here, uh, he is one of the better streamers you're going to be able to find today. So just to recap... Uh, Not even today, for this weekend, but you should start taking a look today slash tomorrow before somebody else adds him if he is available. Uh, So I'll just uh, re-list those guys off again. Paul Blackburn, Christopher Sanchez, and Lance Lynn, that's for Friday. Saturday, we got Steven Matz and Cole Reagans facing off against each other, and then J.P. France later on in the day. And then for Sunday, it's just Yuri Perez. He's really the only one that I'm looking at for Sunday that is really a viable streamer. There's a couple of guys maybe in deeper leagues you could take a look at. Maybe Ranger Suarez was dropping in your league and you want to use him against the Twins. That would also be fine, uh, but Yuri's the only one that I'm looking at that I really have a ton of confidence in. Ranger Suarez has not been that great recently. I mean, he's been he was all right against Washington his last time out, but that is Washington. Minnesota's a little bit trickier. I guess he would also be okay for Sunday, uh, but really he's not somebody that I am – going out of my way uh, to add unless I really need the volume stats. So those are the seven guys I'm taking a look at for this weekend. I'm hoping that they all turn out. Usually about four or five of them go well, and then one or two of them uh, will go the opposite direction. But here's hoping you choose wisely. Here's hoping they all do well. Uh, It's never the way it works, but fingers crossed that we're going to have seven great streams from these guys over the course of the weekend. And we're going to be back again uh, talking to you guys next Monday, like we always do. Uh, still working on a couple of guests that we're going to be bringing on soon over the next couple of weeks, which I'll let you guys know uh, when we have it all finalized, but we're still going to be going here. Uh, that's kind of the main point that I want to get off here at the end of the show is that we go the entire season. It's a, it's a grind, but we go every single day of the regular season and then we'll go every single day of the off season. I'm not going to fully say that I'm not going to take a day off or two here, here or there in the off offseason, uh, but we're going to be pretty much coming at you five days a week all through the offseason, talking about rankings, talking about breaking down players and teams and positions and everything. And then we'll just kick right back because, well, I mean, we'll never even have to kick off again because we'll never have stopped. Um, we'll go through the whole offseason. That's what we do here at Sports Ethos. I do that. Dan Bespris does that with basketball pods as well so that you guys can have year-round content. But like I said at the top, subscribe and leave us a nice review if you can. Uh, go check me out on Twitter or X at JoeOrico99 and at EthosFantasyBB as well. As well, that's really where we post a ton of our content. All of it really. On the baseball side. Every now and then something will slip through, but pretty much every bit of content we have uh from our baseball division does get posted out there at Ethos Fantasy BB. Check us out there or at sportsethos.com. I hope you guys have a great weekend until Monday. Take care. Relax. Cheers, guys.